was a dumbass. Stupid. Makes me <laughs> It's Cross Culture. Do you know how we like to You guys, I am Damio. And I'm Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. We're back with another episode. Hey guys, we technically didn't take a week off, but we did take a week off, but y'all wouldn't know that. It's been crazy on the cross culture side. Mm-hmm. We're so happy with all the stuff that we're like working to bring you guys. Yes. Like exciting. we're working. So we love y'all. Absolutely. How has your week been, Erica? Uh, my birthday was, was it last week or was it this week? Oh, it was this week. It, it was, was this Monday. Week. It was Monday, yeah. Oh, wow. wow. It was Monday. <laughs> um, So that was fun. I had a good birthday. Thanks to you and Abdul. You another year older? I sure am. Oh, my God. I am tired today. Um, But, yeah, it was it was a nice birthday. Went to a rooftop. I did what I wanted to do, so I had a good time. Right. Um, uh, so it was a good week so far. What about you? Well, it was my first week back with the kids. Ooh la la. The kids came back. So even though I've been at work for like a month, it's, it was the first day of school this week. How's it with the new kids? Baby. Um, tiring. Exhausting. I can only imagine. Um, you know, but shit. Another one. <laughs> Another year. It's crazy. I think I'm starting to get into the routine of teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started teaching, I was so attached to every single class oh, really? and everything. So now group. you're like, fuck them kids. It's not like fuck them kids, but I'm just like, you know, it, it's a cycle. Like, mm-hmm. somebody once told me that every child that you teach needs you. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't begin super attached to all the kids. Because, mm-hmm. like... Everybody needs you. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's good. Good job. Good job. Good job. Well, I hope you guys also had a great week and always try to remember something that makes you smile, something that, you know, makes you happy, that stands out. Of course. And, um, you know how we like to start? We like to start with the hot topics. Hot topics. Okay. So, I don't know if I'm a hater, all right, because I'm like, I'm not hating. But apparently, Black China is named... Uh, one of the top earning creators on OnlyFans. She ranked in an estimated $20 million per month. Oh, wow. Per month. Nuts per year. So the UK-based company's um, net revenue also grew. Um, it grew 160% to $932 million. Oh, wow. And had pre-tax profits of $433 million. That is a lot of money. But just let's just talk about Black China on her own. Because, you know, we've seen many, many, um, you know, artists or actors, actresses, they've all gotten on 
on OnlyFans. And they make money, you know, they oh like they break the account or whatever and it's like, ooh. But it's just like twenty million per month though. Gee, we in the wrong industry. Is that not too much? Like Is it? <sighs> What will you Erica charge for your body? <laughs> But it's not even that she's charging that amount. It's that that she has that many followers, that many people subscribing to her shit. Eh, is it too much for your own body? Damn. You have to think in that way. Just because we wouldn't do it, is it too much for your no, body? No, but also just make me think what type of world are we in? Because the same way we know, we talked about how um, athletes, they make so much money, right? Um, what's this guy? The one who created Amazon. He's so Jeff rich. Bezos. And it's like, when you, it's just... You know, when you just put it on a scale of those who are so poor, those who have major professions like teachers, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, that should be making a decent amount. And then, you know, I'm not against sex workers, but I'm trying to think. At this point, I want to subscribe to see what she'd be doing. I mean, I just think that, um, you know, sex sales, it's been the first profession. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it was the, one of the first professions. Um, but also, like... I think that the problem is, like, what we realize in the difference between people chasing entrepreneurship versus, like, nine to five is that when you leave it in the hands of the consumer, you get more money. When you leave it in the hand of the corporation, you get less money. So it's like those of us that work for corporations, Mm -hmm. we're being capped. Because at the end of the day, the people at the top are going to try to make the most. But if we were really, like, like, if I was literally, like, collecting whatever my rate was from all the students I teach, mm-hmm. I'd probably be making like 80K, 90K a yeah. year. You feel me? So it's like, it's because Not I 20 million per month. Bitch. Hell no, but you know, I'm not pussing pussy on the internet. Therefore. So what's stopping you from following her path, Dami? My mother. What, what do you mean? What, what would she do? My mom would be so disappointed. And, but you make 20 per month, just give her 10 right there. I know, you, but... You don't think she'll look away? Those early stages are going to be rough. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be rough. Because you know, I ain't going to come out the gate making 20 million, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how's she going to find out? She doesn't have to know. You could put a mask on. No, you have to promote it. You know what I'm saying? Like Make any, a fake pitch. Anybody with a, with a, um, with an OnlyFans or whatever. Make you, a Finsta. You got to promote it. Make a Finsta and just be like the faceless girl or something. The way that algorithms work, I feel like that shit will come around, boy. Mm-hmm. I'll try to make a whole Finsta. It'll show you like <laughs> your friend commonly Connect known as. Connect the friends. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Y'all just see me. I don't know, 20 million, man. I'm just like, that is a lot of money. That is no joke. And then, you know, recently there was this thing about, you know, with her baby daddies and stuff and how mm-hmm. they pay so much more um, child support. It does make you think like, damn. I'm quite expensive. That was an accident. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, she, she is quite expensive. Okay, it was an accurate accident. But no, I was going to say that um, it almost makes you feel like, is this shit true? True. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes these numbers just come out. Eat all of it. Like, is any of it true? Even the whole thing with Rob and Tiger and all of them, like, was any of it true? Girl, but anyway, it's reported. It's there because Bella Thorne, she's racked number two, making estimated $11 million per month. Obviously, Wait, she's still there. Girl, yes. I thought about? that was just like a stunt. Remember, she was she's like. She's still there. Ace. Even on Bad Baby, I mean, Bad Burby. She's also one of the top people, too. Yeah, no, Bad so Baby. So, obviously, you know, they're not making that exact amount, you know, taxes and all that. But it's just like, it's still in the millions. It's still in the motherfucking millions. I guess we need to step our P game up. Okay, I need to start selling. <laughs> Good luck. Because that pussy is power. Oh, really? That's a song. Oh, I thought you were telling us about y'all. I mean, true, but it's oh, a song. Okay. <laughs> next on the list. So, next on the list, um, let's talk about the king of the south. 
T.I. Tip Harris. <laughs> um, but, you know, this time, we're not really talking about the king of the South so much as we're talking about his little prince. Or maybe we are still talking about a king because his son, King Harris, has um, been arrested again. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time he got arrested was like smoking weed as a minor or whatever. Mm-hmm. This time he was arrested. Um, he says it was because, you know, he didn't have a tail light. Something very simple, but I'm like. Yeah, maybe seatbelt. I'm was like, something, something do that simple. shit lead to arrest? I've never known it, but whatever. But then he also made like a post. Um, King made a post saying that, you know, it's not him trying to be gangster. It's just a part of life. Him being arrested. It's not him trying to be a gangster. It's just a part of life. And then T.I. also made the video because people are like, T.I., you be on the internet saying all this expedition shit. You need to expeditiously go check on your son and, you know, talk to him about everything he's going through. And T.I.'s whole thing was that, hey, you know, I'll say what I can. King going to be king. He going to make his own actions. He going to be his own person. And to me, especially as a teacher, too, I see, like, this is such a, you know, I'm sorry to say, but to me, it's just such an American concept. Really? What? 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 what, the, what the, this whole concept of like, I do not have reign over my children after a certain age. Mm-hmm. You know, being African, our parents think they run us forever, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, that is also false in its own narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, because after a certain age, like, you know, I was telling my mama we got into it about some outfit I wore, and I was like, "Girl, I'm almost thirty. And her mm-hmm. exact response was, "I, I don't see. care how old you are; mm-hmm. it still don't. It's not becoming. You know, mm-hmm. like she's still gonna say her part. Yeah. So to me, I just think that, like, especially when you get on the internet too, and just start spewing like he gonna do what he gonna do. I'm like, King barely. What, 17, 18? Yeah, I think he's about 18 because he just graduated high school. Yeah, I just think that that is such an American concept. That whole idea of like you're an adult at 18. Yeah. Anybody who has been 18 fucking knows you're not an adult. At 18, yeah. Like literally anybody who has ever been 18 and lived to tell the story <laughs> knows good and well you're not an adult at 18. And just as a parent, I'm not one of those yet, but I can imagine if I was a parent, I would never stop trying to parent my child. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's what it sounded like. He just stopped parenting his child. I mean, you know, you know, he did say that he had a talk with him, and he told him based on the way he's living his life, he's going to end up in prison. And, you know, I think that it does, you, you know, it, it, as you said, it gets to a point where that no matter how much training you give your child, if somebody, if the child wants to grow wings and be bad, they'll be bad. And we even see with Nigerian kids, too. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, some kids, it's like, they choose, to, and sometimes you see it from a young kid, like, this one that you have some extra, yeah. there's some extra spirit in you that is kind of pushing you. Yeah, no, you, you know what I mean. Um, but what I would say regarding this case is that we've low key seen King for they, he's been King been bad since media. he was six, and he's that's a fact. King, King has been bad since we, he was six. So as far as we seen that little boy, we always knew King was gonna be something. Exactly. So even knowing that as a parent, that okay, this child needs extra attention. He's a little bit more troublesome than the others or than usual. Then you need to be a little bit more strict, and then. At least based on what I see, I've never seen them give him any serious punishment or discipline to kind of follow up like, okay. Because he's not like his younger brother. Yeah. What's his younger brother Major. Name? You can see naturally Major, Major is cool, responsible, calm. cute, he's natu- From a young age, yeah. he's been like, okay, he's the one who's like more of a nerd and I'm quiet and I'm staying to myself. This one has been around. Even one. Damani. Yeah. What's the other one name? It's another one too, but all of them. Yeah, so this one's a bit more rowdy. So you can't parent each kid the same way. You got to parent them differently. You know, so for me, I'm like, yeah, I get it. You know, it's it's nonsense. 
because it's like, why are you getting around? Even the way he looks, he looks so disheveled. Why are you trying to be this gangster bad guy? Why Why is he looking like that? He said it's part of life. It's not him trying to be gangster. Nah, he... That ain't part of my life. No, nah, exactly. That's what I, you claim? That's I what you want to be part of? The energy that T.I. has gone into controlling Deja, he need to have put that energy in King. Cause, exactly. Because Deja don't be doing all of that. She not that wild. She not... You know what I mean? From what we see. You know, I don't know exactly. his children. But from what we see, it's not that. So all that extra, I'm walking, I be checking her hymen, I be doing all that stupid shit. You going shit. to gynecologist you going to, That's how you should have been going to the, to the classes. To the classes. Everything should going be Going to the down. principals. Going to everything for King. Because King is proven that he, he, he want to do whatever extra, he wants. Exactly. So to me, that's just the double standard that people be having with their daughters and their sons. Absolutely. And this is what happens. You get this little wayward, light-skinned motherfucker. It's trash. It is uh, absolute trash. Um, I want to talk about Kanye West because okay. Kanye West is back. You know, we talking about wayward people. You know, black men not acting right. Kanyezy, what has it been talking about? Because I'm seeing different things. You know, he said he put. He, I think he posted saying porn was what destroyed his family. <sighs> Abby, he mentioned porn and how he wouldn't let um North and Chicago be part of like Hollywood lifestyle because that's what Hollywood is about. Um, how he doesn't want his kids to also, you know, do Playboy, like how his mom, their mom and uh, their yeah. auntie did. That's, to be quite honest, him even bringing all this shit up is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Those kids, how old is the children that he's saying Playboy? He's saying, like, like you're being an asshole. Even this rhetoric, because, you know, that's what I was even saying. Like, people really be on the internet trying to support Kanye and his crazy mm-hmm. bullshit. And that's why Kanye think he could just... Get on the internet and say anything. Because Kanye say dumb shit like this, and here come a bunch of dumb, very bitter, um, you know, fucking estranged daddies who can't see their kids talking about, mm-hmm. exactly, we don't get no say in the kids' life. When it's like, what do North be doing that's even that deep, G? But, okay, you knew who who her mom, you knew Kim, and you knew what their family was about, I, and you wanted to be part of it. I don't even want to say that, because that makes it seem like their family really just be breeding child pornography. That's just an no, egregious... No, I'm not in that sense. I'm saying in the sense that you knew that their family, that they're about sex sex sales, you know, sex video, whatever, but what else would you want to say? Um, yes, she had the sex tape, but I believe it's when she got with Kanye that she really became this big, you know, like, yeah. constant sex sex, whatever, like her dressing change. It was about being super ultra sexy than she used to be. Kanye dressed her up as a sex doll and then got the nerve to be like, she's too hypersexual. Exactly. And then to me, the whole thing of like, my kids, I don't want my kids. Kanye need to stop. Because then your mom is white. Chris Jenner is this. And it's a white family. But I'm like, you you knew all this though. First of all, I want to say this about Kanye. For Kanye to get on this internet, and this is how he be playing with y'all, and y'all need to be insulted. Mm-hmm. For Kanye to get on the internet saying, I want to control my black kids, and I'm going to be in my black kid, all that black kid rhetoric. If Kanye gave a fuck about black kids, then why he ain't never been with a black woman? Okay. Because at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, they said he had a black fiance years ago, but that shit didn't work but out. We, that, we, that was before he popped off. Mm-hmm. That was before, before he popped off. So as soon as he popped off, we've never seen Kanye with a black woman. No, no. Even Amber Rose is man and, and racially ambiguous. Am- Amber Rose, I, I watched she's about biracial. Amber Rose. She doesn't. She's not biracial. She's one of those like you know those Panama people that you know have black Panamians or what they call them. Oh, I thought they said she's her not, dad was Italian. I thought no, she's part Italian she's too. Those, those, all that, those small, small South American countries. Oh, That's yeah, what yeah. she is. I, I can't remember. I can't remember the name, but one of those, you know what I'm saying? Where, you know, she was even saying her mom, they don't like to call themselves black at all. 
Yeah. So they don't consider or call themselves black at all. So we're not even going to count Amber. So that's something like, I've never seen Kanye with a black woman. Then furthermore, I do think it's unfair to keep trying to push this narrative. Yeah. Because I think that because you know how the black community already feels about the Kardashians, he be trying to push this narrative like, they brainwashed me. They're fucking with my kids. I don't have a thing, this, that, and the other. And it's like, no matter what we say about the Kardashians, mm-hmm. they do not do their kids like that. They don't. They don't. So let's just, let's just parents. stop. You know what I mean? Like, for you to get on here and try to make it seem... Like, just stop. Like, seriously, just stop. People need to stop entertaining him. Stop making it seem like he's making sense. Kanye is unwell. And every time Kanye does some unwell shit, y'all need to be concerned about this unwell shit. Stop acting like there's genius in it. He is unwell. Just say that you were addicted to porn. Simple. I think just live, just say you were addicted no. to porn. Kanye even coming out with that is a troll to me. Of like, course, but I'm saying, like, it's like... You want to say some shit? Say what you're for at. Don't try and blame Hollywood. Don't try and blame the Kardashians. Oh, I was addicted to porn and that had played a role in my whatever. Okay, fine. That's your wahala. It was just two, one and just two days ago, they said, we got a free thug. He said, I'm going to send this to Kim. This is the same Kim now. You're yes, saying, yes. Kim, don't let me do my black children. Kim, don't love me. See my. And you be seeing in the text. The funny thing is when he posts a text, you see where she be like, Kanye, stop. Kanye, can you please Delete stop? This. Mm-hmm. Kanye, do not put this on social media. Kanye, relax. Ka- I can't imagine having <laughs> to deal with somebody like that on, on a regular basis. And that's the father of all her kids. That is like, imagine what their marriage was, re- like, how irrational and unstable. How he really probably woke up one day and said, yo, Kim, I need to be creative. I'm moving to Wisconsin. Yeah. Or Wyoming, wherever the fuck it was. He moved. And I believe that's how it happened. You yeah. can tell he's really unstable. I believe that when it was really good, it was really great. Yeah. Even the proposal and, you know, you know the things he's done for her, gifted her, whatever. Like, you could tell he loves her, but he is not okay. And he's it's scary sometimes. And I think people got to, they really got to stop indulging this man. It's going to be the demise of him if we don't, like, as a community, really be like, hey, yo, Kanye, chill. Yeah, I think, I think his real friends have reached out to him, but he's not listening. And then his real, his friends right now is social media. But that's what I'm saying, Instagram. his real fans, if y'all are real fans, mm-hmm. too, like y'all swear you are, say, stop. Yeah. Don't indulge. It's trash. But anyway, yeah, pray for Kanye and the crazy mm-hmm. So let's but, continue with this. So let's talk about um, Meghan Markle, right? Since we're on this realm of race relations. Mm-hmm. All right, so Meghan Markle, as you all know, is... Can we call her the former duchess at this point? Since I think, they renounced their title. Is she the former oh, duchess? Oh, they did renounce their um, title. You know, Prince Harry... Prince Harry's wife, Meghan Markle, a.k.a. the former Duchess of Sussex. An actress. Give her a little credit. You know, credit, too. She's a well, well, former actress, too. I never watched her shit. So oh, I you know, she was a decent actress. I heard she was in oh, Suits, suits uh-huh. and whatever. I never even watched that show. But she was, you know, former actress, all that, all that. Meghan Markle, you know, is that is that girl in her own right. But recently, she came out and said that she did not, um, well, up until she became the princess or until she married Harry that she had always gotten the treatment of what it is to be a biracial girl Mm -hmm. that it wasn't until she was married to Prince Harry that she felt what it really felt like to be treated like a black black woman woman. Mm -hmm. um so let's start there before we even go to Don Lemon and other things let's start there unpack that how do you feel about that statement I think it's I'm I'm happy that she is aware 
you know, that she made that statement, you know, and not, you know, because, you know, a lot of biracial or do not like to admit that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yes, you're biracial. Okay, yes, you're probably black, but a lot of them, you know, would say, I'm a black woman, and I know the full-on black experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not to take away from whatever experience that they do have as a black woman, but that word to be treated as a black woman, we all know what black individuals are treated like. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about, oh, black kings, black queens, oh, we we the this. We're talking about in America, heck, even the world. But let's specify America, how black women are treated by everyone. You know what I mean? Whether you go, and it's kind of weird. Like, now I feel like I'm paying attention more and more to it, too. I feel like I notice it more. Like, even when you go to certain restaurants. So, for my birthday, I took my son now um, to some Argentinian restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know, it was only me there. And it's just like, okay. You know, you kind of wait. Like, okay, how long is it going to take the waiter to, to notice me? To, you know, come to me. They may, you know, they may come to you immediately to kind of, kind of, to kind of see, yeah, you're at the wrong place while you're here. You know, did you make a mistake type of thing? The type of service. Kinda, now I'm like comparing, like, he kind of paid attention more to that other lady than he did to me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see anyone constantly checking. But anyway, back to Megan. It's like, it's true. It's like, sorry, girl, now you're getting the treatment. You know, I know, like, they treated her horribly, you know, based on what we talked about even in the media. The London media is ridiculous. But I guess now she's feeling it. I hate to sound jaded, but for me, being a um, dark-skinned woman, mm-hmm. a Nigerian woman, because also, let's even talk, you know, dark-skinned, it be them dark-ass Dominicans. We ain't talking about y'all. Because mm-hmm. you're still very obvious in certain features that you're not mm-hmm. black, black in that sense. So it's like a dark-skinned African woman, um, curvier as well. You know, there's there's treatment that I receive that, you know, unless you fall into that category, you will never understand yeah. that same treatment. And I think it's always, it's always like you be sitting at the table like, Welcome. Mm-hmm. When people want to play their oppression Olympics mm-hmm. in a way, because it's like, did you just never know it existed, or you never wanted to speak on it until it happened to you? Mm. You know what I mean? Because you know, Meghan Markle is from Canada. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's context there. Yeah, she's from Canada, and she ran around with this elite. So let's just say she married a, a Draymond Green type. Mm-hmm. Some nigga from North Carolina, South Carolina, dark skin, whatever. What would be her experience? Completely different. Completely different. Yeah. So to me, it's just kind of like, I don't want her to just call it a biracial experience. Because I don't think it's like, I don't think it's a unilateral biracial thing. Because I think there's some biracial people that like, they be going through it because maybe they present differently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, call it what it is. Mm-hmm. And Say, what is it? Light skin privilege. Yeah, I mean, she did mention about being light skinned. Yeah, but say, but say, don't say it's like it's because you're biracial. It's because you're light skinned. It's not because they're biracials that. But I don't think, present. But I think it's yes, there bi there are biracials that they look black. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I think as black women, as black people, we could see that she's light skinned, right? Mm-hmm. Something that Dunn did say, he did say that, you know, as black people, we kind of immediately identify ours, you know? Yeah. Even if it's just 6% black, you have, you're like, we see that little drop in there. Right. But it's also like other people, they're not like, okay, she's, she's, she's something. something. Is it Hispanic? Is it Italian? Is she, you know, like, you know, it's something, you know what I mean? So I think she's referring, I, and I think that's where the difference with how to 
identify it comes in. Because with us, we'll say light skin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But to her, it's like, you know, I don't even think she considered herself light skin. It's just like she, she didn't was consider- that racial ambiguous yeah, shit. Yeah, like, because, you know, by, you know, she does, she, I think she's Canadian, white mom. Was it, was it white mama? White, white mama. Da- yes, bl- white dad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, she had a weird white sister, too, and all that. And being in Hollywood, she, I think she grew up more, like, as a biracial white girl. Well, I, you know, that's weird because her mom is black, so I, I don't know that. Yeah, her mom might be black, but I think a lot of times, you know, it makes me think, just to go back, remember Real Housewives of Potomac? Yes. What, Katie? Mm-hmm. That be, that be on drugs? Her yes. mama black, but she act like she a white girl. Mm. And she only did it Jews and white men. And she grew up around white people. There are some black people who make it a goal to, like, I only want my kids to associate and be around whiteness. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are people that are really like that. No, that's facts. So, yeah, she's a black woman. I think she got some little sister locks in her hair, too, or whatever. She got locks. She got some something. Yeah, you disrespecting her now. How much is this? Talking about little sister lock. She got some twists. That's some loctician shade a little bit. Girl, boom, bye. But my point is that even though she's a black, as we know, we talk about how this is a black man. Even though it's a black mom, it's like, mmm. So, I think the whole light skin thing is us being able to identify Mm. that as a colorism thing. Um, But it's that girl, sorry. But I also heard, funny enough, because I was listening to The Breakfast Club, and Charlemagne gave Donkey of the Day to some South African man, I guess in the same interview when Megan was talking, she stated that in South Africa, some South African man walked up to her and said that um, we rejoice for you becoming... Uh, marrying Prince Harry, becoming the princess, the same way, if not more, than we rejoice for Nelson Mandela being free from prison. Mm. Damn, why would they put on the same level? So, you know, he gave the guy donkey of the day. Yeah, but, but that's insulting, Yeah, I was thinking, though, I was like, hmm, this is where the culture and culture may come in. Mm-hmm. Because I think maybe in their mind, in his mind, I tried to think, maybe in that person's mind, with South Africa being such a country that was ruled so heavily by the British reign, mm-hmm. as most countries are, but you know, the way that it was dealt with apartheid all and all of that, to see London, because I think a lot of African countries too still see England and London, you know, they still see that patriarchy and monarchy is like, yeah. and our be all. Mm-hmm. To see a now black woman infiltrating that mm-hmm. might have been that joyous. Yeah. That's how, that's how I try. I think I, I think I could see that's that, but it also comes from ignorance. It does. Right? And also just living in a country where you are... In South Africa, till today, they still treat that shit. Apparently, mm-hmm. there's a specific town in South Africa where it is white only. Yeah. And they only have... And they have a different currency that they spend. That's crazy. And this 2022. And it's like, you know, as a black person, you cannot step foot into that town. Oh, they kill you. And you were in South Af- Africa. South Africa. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? No, that South Africa, the way that whiteness is in South Africa is the craziest thing to me. It's disgusting. But I imagine that's how they felt, right? Like the way that whoever the white people was that infiltrated our country to the point where y'all are native born. Mm-hmm. Like in real life is white South Africans, like native born, that's their birthright. You can't deny them and it's generations of it. That I think that in their mind they were hoping that this is how we would now infiltrate the royal family. Yeah, I, I could see that. I and, could see that. So I, I, I felt like, damn, Charlamagne, you low-key don't even get it. Yeah. That's how I was thinking when he was, when he was talking, to, oh, you stupid, da, 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 yeah. so on and so forth. Because I think people just be thinking, like, this is a Princess Tiana moment. And I'm like, no, it's not. Not to say Princess Tiana wasn't important, but it's like it's not just like we're getting a black princess, y'all. It's really like I think there are so many African countries 
that have been dominated by British rule, this is the one moment where they feel like we have a chance to be in that in that castle, mm. in that kingdom. Mm. So it's like, cause it wasn't, it wouldn't be no other way. Well, they, it pushed, was, they pushed her out now. Boy, they did, she, baby. That was short lived. They, it, that was, it was so short lived. How many years was she there for? And I, well, I remember waking up at like five a.m. to watch that wedding. I'm not gonna hold Girl. you. I did. I was one of those. It was me and my mama. We woke up early, and we watched that wedding. How many years was she there for? One year. Maybe two. two at most. By the time she had that baby, maybe it's not thong. two now. now. No, f- no uh, Archie, she, Archie probably like three, four. For about war. Archie, look, OG is 2022. I think, I think Ar- he probably like two. I think Archie was born in 2018, was he not? No. Because their wedding was like 2016. What was that last name? What was even the... Well, I don't, <laughs> isn't it Andrews? <laughs> Archie what? Archie, damn, ain't that Williams? What, what? Archie, Prince, Harry's son. Oh my God! I don't even know what this white people last name are. The black, the it's white. It's Andrews, people. I think. His name is Archie Harrison Mataban Windsor. Okay, we were definitely off, boy. He's three years old. He's three. Damn, yeah. Time must fly. Right? Yeah, he's three. Wow, wow. It was short lived. Definitely short lived. Um, it's sad, and I hope now. I mean, now she's an American, back in America. So I hope they. I hope they get to live a good life. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I hope they really still get to get, live a good life. Always shout out to Tyler Perry for I having the money li- to protect them. Listen, I was literally just thinking about that. Like, shout out, okay. Um, so we're talking about Africa. Let's let's talk about Nigeria. And this is some good news. Some may not see it as good news. So apparently Nigeria has become the first country to ban white models in advertisements. So white models, white um, voice actors as well. And their commercials. That deserves part that one. This is to take effect October of 2022, and it's expected to boost work available for homegrown talent. Up until now, the Nigerian advertising sector used a large proportion of white British actors and models and voiceover artists. Let's talk about that, because this is another topic I listened to them cover on The Breakfast Club, and it was like, you dumb motherfuckers, y'all have no culture. What did they say? So Envy, stupid ass, was like, but... What if we decided to ban all of those British actors? They be coming in and doing our black, our black, and us. And again, it was again, it was not the same. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not a. Explain it, how it's not the same, so people could know. It's not the same because, okay, so here's the thing: when those Nigerian British actors come and do like the Harriet Tubman's, the Selma, you know, David O Oyewolo, Cynthia Rivio, all of these Daniel Kaluuya. All these uh, British-born Africans that have these American roles, they literally work for the talent. It's it's an audition talent thing. Mm-hmm. Now, in Nigeria, what they're saying is that we completely outsource all of our representation to white countries and white people. It's not even a black thing. It's not even like we're saying we're not going to take black Americans. Or, That's not, you know, or Ghanaians. Or Ghanaians. This is a thing about the way that, as we just stated whiteness and and the british and english culture has infiltrated africa so much that it is the standard and it's like you know nigeria is again we outsource every single thing yes. from the western world from tomatoes that we grow in our own countries to rice that we know we grow very well in our country to every single thing you yes. know so to now say you know what and then to, to know that they spend so much I, now that i think about it you know that some of like the major 
um, commercials. Yeah, be British uh, accent. Especially, like, for, um, like, lotions and creams and soaps mm-hmm. and houseware stuff, whatever. It's British accents. As it's, it's just British accents. Or you see some random white lady. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even too recent that Nigerian artists started using black babes. No facts. And I mean, like, techno, Bonaboy, Davido, Whiskey, all of them were going to, they're using London. Spain, London women. London girls. It wasn't until Americans actually start paying attention to their shit that they started using black women. Oh, now they started using some, you know, black models. They love a Bria Miles. Girl, they she love Abrea Miles. And she's not cute. She's not cute facially. But she's in all the videos. She and it's a reason because she don't do it. You see, she don't do no American hip hop shit doesn't. no more. She's not. She don't do nothing that I shit forgot. no more. It was one recent video that I just saw. She's in the Asaka video for. That's what yeah. I saw. And I'm just like, ah, wow, Bria, how did you even get to this one? Because she did Where's Kid. She did Burner Boy. Mm-hmm. She in that circuit now. Mm-hmm. She like, oh, they want me. And even that is still because she American because they can find that same body type. In Abs- Nigerian women. Absolutely. Girl, Naturally. way more. Psh- Naturally. Cuter. Cuter. In face, too. Absolutely. No shade, Bria, but it's shade. But, <laughs> but I do think this is a great thing because we need, you know, we have so much talent, you know, in our country. So we need to invest in ourselves. We need to invest in our country. And I hope it doesn't stop here. I hope this goes to, like, when it goes to farming, exploitation, importation of goods. You know what I mean? When it goes to products. Everything after, doesn't have to be made in China. You know, why is everything being made in China? Made Shit, in US healthcare. Force, force your government officials to use your healthcare in your country. Okay. Stop yeah. being like, oh, I'm going to travel abroad. Because then that means you know within your country the healthcare is not adequate. And that's what they do. It'd be the Minister of Health traveling to America for better health. For better health. So. That, I mean, that's how um, former President Abbasanjo, his wife died. He, yes. She came to, she went to, was it Brazil to do Tommy Talk? Can you imagine? She went to Brazil to do Tommy Talk and then she didn't survive. That Brazil be killing people. <laughs> no, because that's how Rest in Peace down to die. It was in that same Brazil. Yes. Doing the same surgery yes. now. Yes, yes. I'm telling you. Mm-mm. So I think this this is great news for Nigeria. We need to keep this up, and I hope it does not stop there. Yeah, I, I really do. I really hope that we we stay up on it. All right, so let's continue. Shift gear, shift gears. Let's talk about Aries Spears and his comments about Lizzo. I'm actually going to play it because I cannot surmise it in the way that he surmised it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play it for y'all hypocrisy and the contradiction yes queen slay queen yes queen slay yeah girl your confidence fuck diabetes fuck heart 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 problems fuck heart disease cholesterol y'all claim womanhood and about sisterhood and support for your sister you know when it come to that ridiculous shit but if you really gave a fuck why wouldn't you go black girl we love you we love your confidence boo boo but this ain't it. This ain't it. Where's that's the real love? Y'all will jump on me for making jokes, but y'all won't fucking be real and go, sister, put the eclair down. This ain't it. It's treadmill time. You know what kills me about. <laughs> what are your thoughts? I'm a flame this fat nigga. No, 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 no. Aries Spears looked like he was dying as he was saying this shit. Okay. And he had the nerve. So let's even go back. It really started because he was doing some interview. Maybe it was Vlad or one of these low-budget-ass podcast interviews because nobody's checking for Aries mm-hmm. Spears. 
asked him, they was like, oh, yeah, Lizzo makes good music. Literally was started it as a compliment to Lizzo because Lizzo is that bitch. So they was like, Lizzo makes good music. This fat neck, no neck, big sweaty, palpitating, breathing ass nigga <laughs> was like, Yo, you know, let's talk about her. She look like an emoji. When your body is shaped. He said shaped, the shit emoji. He said, how about like the shit emoji? When your body is shaped like mashed potatoes, you can't feel it happy. And that's when he came to this. This is what gets me about women is where you heard him say and all And they of asked that. him about her music. Not about your personal opinion about what she looks like or how she looks or whatever. Literally about the music. I had to post something today that I saw because it's getting too much for me. I posted today, it's a sassy nigga. Apocalypse. Mm -hmm. It really is. Because I'm so tired of men not having energy for men. All these men do on the internet these days is get on there and attack women. For me, I'm just like, where were your, what happened? What happened to your mom? Is it like you had a bad relationship with your mom that kind of made you like have this stance and think this way? I don't get it. What, what went wrong? Because men really be sitting here thinking that they can just like have their way, that they can talk, that men deserve. That's men's problem. Men feel like they deserve just because they're men. And then they don't want to do shit now. They no don't. Want, this fat, this stupid fat neck nigga was sitting here with an XXXXL shirt. Mm -hmm. The shit was not crisp. It wasn't fitted with the extra wide 10, 10 you brim see his hat. Skin. You can tell like you got some, you got some disease going on. Baby, like, your circles, liver probably failing. Dark yeah. ass uh -huh. eyes, child, looking like diabetes on the stick. Exactly. The gout. Exactly. Exactly. reincarnated sitting here talking about what Lizzo could do first of all Lizzo can run laps around you and then if you even know because I follow her on TikTok this bitch be eating healthy boy Lizzo was a full vegan and has been so for three years like what and then as a performer to play the flute to sing and dance on stage live live it's not like she has the moment where she's sitting down. You know, some artists like they have their backup dancers do majority of oh like Summer Walker that sit down and don't do exactly shit? no she does every single thing. And that's what y'all won't say. Y'all won't tell these skinny bitches that be on the internet. Y'all don't say shit to, to, to Saweetie when she be making mixing ranch and yeah. noodles and sodium. Every time I see this shit that Saweetie think, eat, I be like, her sweat must smell like shit. Every time I see what yeah. Saweetie eat, I be like, she stank. Yeah. I just know her coochie stank. Just off seeing the shit that Saweetie eat. But y'all don't never say that because, of course, Saweetie done got the surgeries and she keep up with her surgeries and mm -hmm. she was already naturally small. Mm -hmm. People really just be underestimating what your natural body will do. Mm -hmm. Like, this is just the body. I'm yeah. so in shape. Like, I really be, like, so much in much more in shape. I work out more than so many people. Mm -hmm. And people just be assuming, like, oh, you're not in shape. Yeah. You need to work out. You need to get on a diet. You Bitch, you're not fit. You don't know what people be doing. You don't know what people's life expectancy is. You don't know what they're doing. You don't know what the cholesterol is saying. Y'all just assume based off of phenotype what it is. And it's just like, for me, once again, this is a situation where, again, black men disappointed me. Mm -hmm. Nobody came to defend Lizzo. No, not, one, not one man said, get your big back black ass. Yeah. I don't count what Mike Epps did because he already got a beef with Aries Spears and it was my happenstance. But Mike it was a Epps, comment in the shade room. But listen, apparently it's that Mike Epps actually has talked about Lizzo before. Yes. And a lady did tweet um, that she, I think she said she worked on the set or wherever he had a, his comedy, whatever. And she, she said back then she was about 350 pounds. Mm. And she said that when he laid his eyes on her, he kind of... He said, you fat bitch. She just ran. I forgot the specific word she said. He called her and treated her like shit. Because obviously she's a big woman. 
So she was like, seeing him post that comment, it's like, no, that's for clout. That's that was for, Ari- that's because he just don't like Aries. That's not no, oh, let me stand up for mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, and that disappoints me, right? Because every single time we see one of you dumb niggas get in jail, one of you stupid niggas get, you know, it be, it do whatever y'all do. We, we just, are the first ones to defend you. It's just so unnecessary. It's like from where to where. Like, it's just really unnecessary. It wasn't a needed comment. It wasn't warranting comments. What does that comment to do? But I think, again, part of it is for social media, too. Fat phobia is real. People, mm-hmm. people don't understand. Fat phobia is very real. People be treating people horribly all because they do not like the way that, like, people really think, oh, because you're not shaped a certain way or you don't look a certain way, you don't demand respect. Yeah, there's this podcast, this white lady on podcast, she was saying that, um, how you gonna, you know, she was saying how women are always the one to ask for, like, oh, he needs to be six feet tall, six figures, and six, six, well, all this kind of stuff. But, like, if you're a woman who's overweight, you're obese, you do not deserve a successful man. And I was just like, well, how, how, how do you put that two and two together? Because these skinny bitches don't be worth shit, but skinny. And I'm just like, how, like, how did you even, like, put, put that? I'm like, oh. Some of these women don't have nothing to offer in life but their body. Mm-hmm. Like, very literally so. They have their body. They may have been able to afford some good weave in their life. And that's it. That and is, I, that's where they fall. I think, as you said, it's fat phobia. Because this white bitch, she is not a skinny bitch. She's one of those, like, manly built white women that also have strong faces. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it wasn't like, okay, all right. It's just like, girl, how, why? And I think it's fat phobia. People really do hate. Some people really do hate um, fat people. Yes. Yeah, and that's, it's why. It's like, why? Please tell yes. me why. Okay. Shout out to Lizzo. Liz, Lizzo's amazing. I love Yiddy. I just tried Yiddy. I love it. Oh, do you like this? I love it. as well? It's what, you know, it's what I thought Skims was going to be, but okay. Skims was not. Ah, what did you show to do by? I bought the bandeau. I actually have the bandeau on right now. Oh, really? And okay. then I have, I bought like two shapewears, two like Spanx. You one, tried it on and I wore one all day today. I just didn't feel like wearing it here. Okay. That's it nice. Was good. It definitely gives the suck in, but it's need. not super, super uncomfortable. It's not like, oh shit. Exactly. Like I wish I had it for the photo. That's good. Uh, let's talk about Carisha, please. Carisha, please. I know you mainly watch her interviews. I've seen a few, but I've not seen it like that. But I know she had a more recent interview with Meg Thee Stallion. Yes. And tell us, how was that? What do you feel about Meg? What did you learn about Meg watching this interview? Okay, so first of all, I want to say this. I have a retraction. Okay. I talked a lot of shit about Meg's album. Well, I don't want to say a lot of shit. I just said it didn't feel like Meg, which I still kind of stand by that, that like mm-hmm. Meg can do better. But I listened to it again today, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. It's not bad. It's just not, as you said, what I agree with what you said that day, that it's not her best. Yeah, and like, I stand by that. Yeah, like, she she what, she didn't go into studio putting out her best, out her best. Yeah, I stand by that. But, you know, as oh, I said, like, it's probably like an, it was more of an emotional thing of, like, her headspace where she's at. You yeah, know, and, shit on it, on the air? You, yeah, you talk shit about it. Oh, okay, well, yeah. I mean, it still wasn't her best, but, you know, it just wasn't as bad. So if I gave it a four, mm-hmm. I'll give it a six yeah. point five. Okay. I give it a six point five. And is this based on watching the interview or just listening to no, it? No, this again? is I just listen I just don't happen to be like, oh let me listen to this shit again. Yeah, it's not horrible. You know There's what I mean? some decent but, like ones that I do like. It's just like, oh, you could it, just tell it's just the headspace that she's in. Yeah, I'm just like, is this what we're to expect from Megan forever? Like no, this I, mid? I, I hope not. Cause it's mid. It's not fire, it's mid. No, I, I hope not. Because even that her, her, her song, I think, you know, this it seems like this was what well, peer pressure. 
Yeah, it definitely was like some like they was like put that dance record. Peer, yeah, peer pressure, maybe label pressure, social media pressure. Like, well, everyone is doing house music, whatever, yeah. whatever. You to do one, and it's like it didn't hit. I'm her, her, she, she, yeah, she, yeah, she, that was, she. That's probably one of my least me, least favorite. Me, me. I guess you listen to it ten times, maybe it will start to click. It becomes but, catchy. Mm-hmm, but I no. mean, it's catchy just off the her, 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 her. Heart, okay, you know? I see you're feeling it. No, no, no. It's just like a catchy thing to say. But I wanted you to talk about the interview. Oh, yes. But getting mm-hmm. back to the interview. Okay, so this is how I feel. Let's talk about Carisha Please as a whole real quick. As I a just, whole? As a, I just think. As a whole or as a host? Whole. Whole. I'm like, damn. I just think that we have to stop just allowing people that have money to do things to do things. Okay. We love Carisha's personality, but again... Every, I think everything is a craft, and people so often just think that because they have the ability to do it, that it's no longer a craft to it. Mm-hmm. For example, if I had a studio, if I had the ability to build a studio, do that mean I should just be coming out with albums? Or she become a producer, a music producer? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I have access to it. That don't mean I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about Carisha as a media personality okay yeah she has personality she's a personable girl Mm -hmm. um but her interviewing people is always very like carisha like every time i listen to her i'm like bitch this was the question and you couldn't even ask the question Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like um even when they started her first thing was all right so let's get into it your album what's it called why you call it that who 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 does that like what but that's how she talked that's exactly how she talks. Like with JT, I will never forget. I was just like, man, the I qu- didn't like that. One. The question was right there. I didn't. I it didn't was, like that. It interview. was. It was so worded. I had it, but she said, "So you think like you know you being you in jail, you like mm-hmm. you just you know that hurt, that they got that made you act different." And for me, it's like people really rely on their star power or that they're celebrities. Like, okay, it's one thing. Hey, maybe you are interested in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I would like to do this because I watch people, other people do this, and I want to see if I could do it. Yeah. But do you practice? You know, again, we talk about artist development. You know, do you get a coach? It's just like singers. They, singers have singing coach. You know what I'm saying? Yes. To, to help train your voice. You know, to make your voice better. Yes. But now, especially this hip-hop, R&B, babes, artists in general, it's just like they don't even really hone in on their craft at all. Any craft. So it's like, okay, you want to do this, and then you want to have a big platform. So it's not even like she's doing this in her room or in her house. She's and not just, it's not YouTube. It's not, okay, I guess yeah. it's on YouTube, but it's not no small something. It's not she's going live with her friends. It's not. But that's how she carries it. Like she's going live with her friends. And it's like you have this big production and you bring in stars. She bringing Diddy. She bringing, it's not like she's bringing, oh, our hood friends. She bringing stars to it. And this too. budget took some shows. Like, of course. The, the, um, Joe had a show with Revolt that got cut in wow. quarantine. So it's like, I know this the Justin Please also that's the same set uh-huh. the Justin LeBoy show that was a show that got cut oh too. he got cut cause girl that shit was stupid cause again that was another that was another Nonsense. example of how do you take somebody who posts reposts other people's memes and say because he has a platform where he reposts other people's memes he can be a host how do you take that that's how I feel about Carisha. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, Carisha, she's great online. She's personable, so on and so forth. But one, let's add this. She's personable with Santana. Mm-hmm. And two, Carisha can't speak. We all know. This, she cannot. This you is cannot. a known fact. Carisha cannot speak. So before we decided to get Carisha a whole show, yes, like she was going to be the next Tamron Hall or somebody, exactly. you should have got her a speech 
speech coach. Yeah, absolutely. Sent, like, but to get to her and Meg, I think it made me understand the type of girl Megan is. What type of girl is she? Megan very much gives. She don't get told no. You can tell, like, all the things that you kind of get from Megan, maybe we're confirmed. Like, that Megan is very sexual and she leads with her sexuality. Mm-hmm. Megan leads with the, you know, like me, when I talk about my power over men, I'm always going to talk about my vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, men cannot resist my vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you quit me, even if you call yourself thinking that you want to do whatever with whoever, you just always going to want to be around me. So that's just my my sauce. Yeah, her sauce is very much. How about you? I'm the stallion. I'm gonna throw that ass on you. I'm gonna pop that mm-hmm. pussy on you. I'm gonna do this. Her and Carisha have a lot of sexual energy. It's I mean it's cute because you can tell that they're friends and they playing. Yeah, but it's also like get y'all nasty. Like if y'all drunk drunk, y'all probably feel like oh each other. I mean it's they both have had. You can tell they both really mm-hmm. have dodged, mm-hmm. but. Maybe they wouldn't I didn't like what each other. Meg, I don't like what Meg the Stallion wore to the interview first. Really? Time. I don't like be liking it? those one piece. You just stuff. don't like one pieces like that though. Yeah, you just I just I don't like Meg the Stallion's style, actually. Overall, I don't like her style. Um and you know, I wonder if we were girls that had Meg the Stallion's body, would we be that way? Would we first lead with our body? You know what I'm saying? You saying I'm not a stallion? No, I'm just I said, I ain't say you're not a stallion. I'm saying you didn't have Meg the Stallion's body and I I don't have it too. I don't so have just, a body. No, just talk to me. Yeah, we are, we don't have a body, you know. Not to say our body types are not attractive. No, I'm just playing, but no. But it's like different. you know, we know girls who do have similar bodies, right? Who have that figure eight booty, whatever. I don't know no girls with making body. I said similar. I didn't say Meg, but not even similar. Girl, boom. That got figure eight, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> you funny. That got slim waist and big butt. And, you know, we did notice that, oh, they do lead with their sexuality, right? Yeah. They do have that same persona of like, oh, she just thought about it, dumbass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, my mother get it late. That's, that's really what just happened. But I'm just saying, in general, with girls now, not all girls who have that figure eight, make the selling type of body or like that. Or, but a lot of times, a lot of girls are like that. You know, yeah. and, and is it society that has made them that way? Like, yeah. you know, and then it makes them not nice and not good yeah. people. And not even really know themselves anymore. And that's exactly, mm-hmm. and that's what I get from Meg. I'm like, damn, Meg, you do not know. You could tell that, like, nobody around Megan is real. Yeah, they let her do whatever. They let her do whatever she wants. Be it she's the rich friend, mm-hmm. be it they're sexually attracted to her. Mm-hmm. The same way people have fat phobia, people are so enamored. If I'm, if you're the pretty friend, I'll just let you do whatever. Absolutely. Because I know you get attention, so I'm going to get attention by, by yeah, you. Association, see? yeah. So you can tell Megan has a lot. She has nobody that's going to check her. Mm-hmm. That's going to be like, bitch, I don't want you. I don't got nothing to do with you. You ain't giving me nothing. And those that would check her are not alive anymore. The people that would. That would aren't. I don't know if her grandmother is still alive. I, I think her grandmother is alive because it was her great grandmother that died too, right? Yeah. But her grandmother is probably old, and yeah, you know she ain't, and she's not with her fully. Exactly. So, you know, but but yeah. So it's like I mean, I definitely empathize with Megan. You know, what I mean, losing a parent is never easy. Um, it's something that sticks with you for the rest of your life mm-hmm. in in any way, shape, or form. But she doesn't have both parents. I also just be feeling like Megan, get your. Let's start acting like these bitches is young. These bitches is young, but oh, they grown. Mm-hmm. They 28, 27. Yeah. Like, Carisha and them, they 28. They not no little chicken, no 24. It's not like, oh. They're not spring chicken. They're now. not spring chicken at all. It's like, come on, shopping up. That's how I be feeling sometimes when I hear them talk. It's like, 
you have to educate yourself. Chapinot. You know, that's I'm like, I'm not against like the accent or like certain dialects. Like, I have an accent. You know what I'm saying? I have moments where I'm like, okay, why am I sounding like this? But like overall, like if you're speaking on a public platform and you you're a celebrity to a certain nature or whatever, you need to improve yourself. The same the same energy you're improving, you you put it into buying more expensive weaves, okay, and more expensive nails and more expensive makeup and the latest Gucci bag. In the same way you need to improve, educate, you know, yourself, your intellect, the way you speak, the way you carry yourself, your vibe. Everything needs to improve. I was thinking one day, hot take. I was like, black people really told themselves they don't need education. Once they got money. Then sat here, just in general. Black people, we really talk, we're the only group of people that really be telling ourselves, you don't need education. And black Americans, quite frankly. Yeah, it just be, you don't need education. You can you can learn from the world. And I'm just like, what the fuck? What world you finna be in that you mm-hmm. learning, nigga? Like, people gotta stop saying that stupid shit. Life experience. If you ain't experiencing no new shit, you ain't finna learn from no life experience. Like, stop saying that. A lot of y'all, the life experience that y'all got is the same ass life that y'all should not be living. Okay. So... That's how I even feel about rich people. It's like, yeah, you got money, but you ain't changed the people around you. You still, mm-hmm. you just, you just brought all your hood friends to your rich life. You did not start improving. You didn't say, oh, now I know I'm gonna read a book. Now I know I'm gonna get in tune. Now I'm about to go here. Now I'm gonna learn about different cultures. You know, different people. This no, yeah, no. These people just be rich as fucking the hood. Buying Gucci. That's it. That's really it. Y'all just be rich in the hood, and it's just kind of like we have to stop. Just making the space and accepting that. Because mm-hmm. to me, I don't understand how we don't accept. We as black people will put more of a wall up for people who who abide to quote unquote white standards or posh prep behavior. That's the shit we'll be like, oh no, you can't sit with us. You but ain't black enough. You ain't black, but this ghetto ass hood shit that people be doing. Yeah. That, that's when we, we don't, we, we making all the excuses in the world. Cardi, Carisha, JT. Them girls at this level of their life should have seen somebody about how they speak. Which is why I'm glad that Meg the Stallion went to college and completed. Because you can see the difference. You can see the di- that small difference. You can you see. see it. Because Meg the Stallion, she speaks well. Yeah. She interviews, she speaks she well. interviews well. You know, and we know how to code switch. You know what I'm saying? We all do it all the time. She, JT and Carisha ain't no code switching. It's one. It's just that's yeah. the only thing they know how to talk. Cardi. You know what I'm saying? Carisha um, can't speak either. Exactly. Um, so, Carisha, please go read your book. Carisha, please get your artist development. Carisha, please get a coach. Carisha, please speech coach. Yeah, like, I, I do. I like her. I like the show even. It's not that I'm not entertained by yeah. it. Yeah. But I do think It could that be better. As a podcaster, especially one that, you know, I feel like when, when I was growing up, as those hoes too, when we was all growing up, we were watching people like Ricky Lake, Sally, mm-hmm. Oprah, Tamron, um, The View. Mm-hmm. And, and to see that, you know, when you were a TV host, there was a certain level of eloquence. There was a certain level of baseline neutrality. Yeah. That you Even needed. if there's some trashiness to it, but there's still a level of eloquence. You know like the, a the, level the, of presentation. The, the guests could be trashy, but mm-hmm. I, I'm the eloquence that holds it together. Okay. There's an art, there's an art form to it. Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? Like there's a study to it. That is when you can somewhat almost call it journalism because there's an integrity to it. Mm-hmm. But the shit that people just be doing now, that all these people just be getting on the internet Getting on, getting getting a little podcast, getting some equipment, putting all that shit on YouTube. That don't make you a a, a a fucking real talk show host. Speaking of that, that makes me 
thing about um, there was some backlash regarding Sierra starting her skincare line. Yes. I don't know if you saw that. I posted it. And so, oh, you did? Uh-huh. Um, I saw someone on Twitter was like, why is she creating um, a skincare line where, like, we know she's, like, a great dancer. That's the thread I posted. Like, go open a dance school or something. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Or a singing school. I'm something, you know, community, whatever, for the kids yes. to help improve them in their arts. But why skincare? Just because you have the money. We, all women are passionate about skincare. We all want our skin to look good. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But just because you have the money, like, let it align with what you're really talented and passionate. And, and, but is it wrong that what if she, Loki, is and maybe has always been passionate about skincare? Then, bitch, keep it as a hobby. That's the thing. <laughs> no, for real. That's another thing we need to talk about. Rich people are so greedy. You think it's greed? It is greed. Mm. Because at the end of the day, there are, it's like once you, once you hit a certain level of wealth, they're, the Wilsons are rich. Between her and her husband, they mm-hmm. make a lot. They are very wealthy. Do you think it's about money? Yes. Because why else are you creating a new business? Mm-hmm. It's about the money. You ain't, what the fuck, we ain't going to watch you be no revolution. Like, we have enough black skincare. Yeah. You're not revolutionizing anything. She's it's not, not the same as Fenty Beauty because Fenty Beauty literally revolutionized makeup. Mm-hmm. We did not have shades for black women. Yeah, we didn't. That was the, that was the difference. That's why we don't hate Rihanna. For coming mm-hmm. up with another makeup. And at that time, motherfuckers want to do a makeup like that. It was Rihanna Loki doing makeup to everybody now. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to do skincare. I want to do this. Even Kylie having her lip clips and skincare and all that shit. People weren't doing what Kylie was doing. I ain't going to hold you. Kylie was the what, one. Was, this was special about Kylie's skincare. Kylie came up with the lip, lip kit idea. Oh, really? The whole, like, the kit of But what makeup. about her skincare, though? That shit, she jumped into that because it was whatever. I was going to say she but, jumped into but that But with one her too. lip kit thing, when she was selling out... That was unique because nobody was doing, like, the lip gloss, lip liner, like, a lip kit, like, Mm -hmm. the full makeup set look, right? I don't know if I would say she did it. I mean, I think even though, yes, they're successful, but I think for her, I think for her it's her own personal thing in a sense that we we talk about how her music ain't really popping like that. So besides her music, the little jump, jump, jump that she do, what... It's so it's a she husband got a clothing line. Rich. No, she has a clothing line. Oh, they she, have, oh, a, they have a perfume line. They have line. a perfume line. They do got a perfume she, line. She got some like, and then it's also like I'm you, not against having another business. Hey, and then you can do media. I, I think that's the, also the thing too that everybody's saying is like, yeah, if y'all are already in the industry, saturate improve your it. industry. Exactly. Stop stop saturating other industries for us. Exactly. Like exactly. improve on the craft that you started with. Exactly. Improve like Sierra, that's improve what I, on the craft that you started with. That's what I was gonna say. Like I'm not against her starting a business. If you want to redefine yourself and make do as many businesses as you can, boom, whatever. You have so many ideas. I think that is great. But let it make sense make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? Saturate your business. Just like how we talk about how all the celeb- celebrities are now podcasters. Yeah. And it's like Come on now, why are y'all podcasters? Don't nobody want to hear y'all bullshit. And then it's nonsense, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's nonsense. Let the real skincare people, the real dermatologists. I'm like, at this point, where's the dermatologist at? They can't be seen. They're not seen. And that's the thing. It's like, they don't understand when y'all, when, when not you rich people who have already made millions doing whatever it is that you do, stop trying to, like, now crowd the space mm-hmm. that is for the new entrepreneur. Yeah. The, like, podcast is the new up-and-coming sector of wealth. Yeah. For people. You found your sector of wealth. Yeah. Y'all found your sectors of wealth. Stop crowding a new one to the point where people who are now up and coming have to live up to a standard you're setting. We cannot, I can, so when Jada and them have Red Table Talk, 
Y'all got all this money, all this shit, all this stuff to do Facebook Live. Woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. Y'all have now set the stand. When we start first started podcast, podcast was solely audio. It was. It was when all these fucking rich people started jumping in. Instagram, that, 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 YouTube. Yeah. That now they made it so that we have a dual. We have enough money yeah. to get on TV, to yeah. have streaming, to do this. So now the standard now for podcasts it's is changed. It's both. It's like you got to be audio and anymore. digital. It's not the same anymore. And it's like, damn, bitch, I was just trying to speak to you. I was, it's so like when we first introduced it's to audio the read, for a reason. Like the read coming up, mm-hmm. nobody really knew what Kid Fury and Chrissy Crystal looked like. No. We didn't need to know. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Even the Breakfast Club. How many people truly, really knew what they looked like? Mm-hmm. Like, immediately. You bought into the audio experience before you start seeing, oh, that's how Angela E. looked. That's how Envy. That's how. Yeah. So it's like now, with everything we do, we got to be digital and audio. And it's like, damn, y'all done destroyed our our field. It's not necessary. Yeah, that's all I got. Oh, let's talk about shows real quick. What are you watching? So I've been rewatching. Well, you know, we've been rewatching Real Housewives of Atlanta because the new one is kind of boring. Mm-hmm. So we had to go to the old one and get some spice. We've been watching Married to Medicine. I've been. I watched. You know, I've been watching podcasts and stuff. I watched. We've been watching rap shit. Rap shit is good. You know, one thing I said with rap shit. You know, I love me a good sex scene. Now, it's they have one of the best sex scenes. That's Issa and HBO. Yeah, that's Issa and HBO. Yeah, like it's not. Scenes. Some sex scenes are cringy and you're like, okay, this is too much or it's overly vulgar. Yeah, but it's just like, oh, okay. This it's is always nice. black passion. Black passion. Issa find a way to bring those sex scenes from the nineties. From the nineties, the black back. movie nineties. Yes, she sure did. Um, Rapture is good. I'm trying to see what else am I watching. Have you you've not seen? You've not seen the what's it called? The Dragons. The House of Dragons. It's good. No, I ain't watched that. Um, yet. only one, no two episodes out now. Um, but it's receiving backlash because of the white, the black guy that's in it. Mind you, it's only one black guy with blonde hair. I'd be white hair, whatever it is. Only one black guy. So people are like, okay, why is it a black guy in the show? And of course, it's white people. <laughs> or they're like, oh, the show is a little bit more darker pre- than usual. That's rude. And we kind of like, and they're like, darker in what's Darker in complexion? Or are you saying like, oh, the theme of the show? Mm. It's naturally a, a creepy, weird show. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always some killing, someone dying, Incest. some sex shit. And, you know what I'm saying? So like, really? Off of episode one, is really dark. It's a darker show. Ridiculous. Um, but, you know, the conversation has been that why is it that, okay, Game of Thrones, it's fantasy, right? Yeah. Why is it that black people are not seen to be included in the fantasy? If it's fantasy, right, it's made up. Why are black people not able to be in it? Because they're based off of what they think is, like, period pieces, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of fantasies are always based in, like, fucking early 1376, which we in regular history know to be like a renaissance era mm-hmm. where we wouldn't have understood black people to inhabit America in that sense. So and fa- then it's like, that's not, that's not even America in that sense. That's what I'm saying. It'd be fake ass historians trying to it's never piece America. shit together. And it's like, y'all really, because of the way that American education is set, there really is a notion that black people didn't exist until the civil rights movement. Or like we were in Africa and like we were just Doesn't, we're until, fighting. We were with monkeys and like shit. until Mount Martin Luther King started fighting for our rights, we were just slaves, and then we exist. Like there was no conception of black people anywhere in the world until slavery. This is the show I started watching yesterday. Just came out yesterday. Um, the Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. So you know the Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. It's on Prime, and guess what? It's you know elves and shit. There are black people in it. 
Yeah. And, and it's like black people, elves, and what? I'm like, wait, hold on. Am I seeing double? Like, it took, it got, it, I was cut off guard. And the like, original Lord of the Rings was zero. Yeah, zero, I zero, know. Zero, so I'm like, they got black people as regular folks. I'm like, okay. I, I think see it what is. A, doing. I mean, it is a cautious effort. I think that people are trying to do now to be like, damn, when we do a lot of this shit, we don't even pay attention to like, Black people could at least be in the background. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even if they ain't the main ass characters, they exist. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I think that is- And not as slaves. And not as slaves. Like, they were just somewhere in this this fucking world. Mm -hmm. But speaking of which, I don't know if you saw with um, Euphoria, Sydney, uh, what's her name? Sydney Sweeney, Mm -hmm. right? So she plays, I always get Maddie. Okay. On, um, or is it Cassie? She plays Cassie. She plays Cassie on Euphoria, blonde hair girl. She's also on um, what's that shit with the with the Handmaid's Tale? So she recently got a lot of backlash because her mom had a mega themed birthday. Her mother had a mega themed birthday. Obviously, they ordered fake ass hat. Some it was make America uh-huh. something again. And she got a lot of backlash for that. And she was just like, oh, it wasn't that serious. It was a joke. Woo-woo-woo. She ain't mean to. And it just makes you think, like, white people be picking the awkwardest themes, G. Why the fuck would you have a MAGA theme party? For what? How is that? In this, in this Asian what climate that, that we're in. What does that even mean? Exactly. Like, it's not a joke. Like, what does that and even mean? And if it's such an expensive joke because your intent was to be, in, 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 you know, insulted. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, your point was to insult people. And then knowing that your daughter is a star, you think this was not going to get out? She was there, smiling, Exactly. This, this wasn't no bedroom or in my living room. Oh, soiree thing I'm doing. It's just a few people. Like, really? So it's not a joke. It's really not a joke. Just, All that joke as an excuse is bullshit. It just makes me think about whiteness and, like... And they know what, yeah, you know I'm saying this social media thing is such a powerful tool. They know what they be doing because I'm sure Tom, they can't say nobody was like, damn, once they get a hit of it on social media, they're okay. going to go crazy. Okay. Come on. We didn't talk about the artificially intelligent rapper that Capitol Records tried to put out. Oh, my God. That shit was the most insulting thing I've ever seen. Uh, I don't you know, there's nothing to say. That. It just was like, that was the most insulting thing I've ever seen. Absolutely. Made no sense. Black people should be ashamed. They, black people, we should feel like, damn, is this what we? Is this what we're giving? Mm-hmm. That's what we should say. Is, is this, this what we're is giving? This what, is this what we look like? Is this what we giving? Like mm-hmm. this racially ambiguous tatted. Like there was even a part where he was like getting beat up in prison by the police. A artificially intelligent rapper. And clearly, that what he's not was not black. Only for the you know the man who voiced him mm-hmm. was black, and he came out talking about. They used my voice, and they told me I was going to have partnerships, and I ain't do nothing. I ain't heard from them since I recorded. Girl, boom, bye, ignorant. That's what you get. How you do that? That's what you At get. At this level, how you do that? That's what you get. What did you That's say? That's some a little stuff right That there. is a little. Um, but, yeah, let's move on forward to our next segment, our favorite segment. Which is, speaking of a little. An a Somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid. Makes poor decisions comparable to a donkey. Oh, Lord, Goof ass. So, our good sis, or should we call her Barisha's sis? Because I, I don't even know what her race is anymore. She ain't nothing. She's somebody we used to know. Girl, our good sis, Stacey Dash. Stacey Dash. She called on social media, was it two days ago? Crying. 
TikTok specifically. No, it was Instagram, actually. It was on TikTok, but then she posted it on Instagram. Instagram. Okay. And she crying, saying, you know, when I was on drugs, because, you know, she's been sober for about six years now. Um, she used to listen to DMX song, one of his songs that kind of helped her live. You know, it helped her through it. And she said, before you know it, she was seeing R.I.P. DMX. R.I.P. And she was like, oh, he's dead? Oh, my God, I never knew he died. I didn't know that drugs took over his life, and he fell away. He could not fight the battle. When did this man die? You just telling me you found out he died? This was a year and a half ago. She literally said, I just found out today that he died. Girl, you shouldn't have posted that shit. That's the little of the, that's, that's some dumbass. I mean, it's a lie. It's like, first of all, what rock has she been under that she was trying to act like she ain't no DMX died? Because she be on social media. She be on social she media. She be on social media. Two, what complexion is she? Girl, someone said she just want to show off her new complexion. She kind of did, though. Because it's like, girl, when you, listen, when you sent it, I'm like, who is this white woman, G? I thought it was a white I'm like, who is this white woman? I'm like, oh, this is Stacey Dash. Can you imagine? Stacey Dash was bronze now. Stacey was dark-skinned. Like, she was brown. She was dark-skinned. She was one of those black mixed girls. Those, those right, dark-skinned yeah, yeah. looking mixed girls. girls absolutely. Where it's like, oh, you nigga. Now she a nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that, she was one of those, like, from the raised, born and raised in the Bronx. Like, Stacey Dash really, she just be out here trying to pretend... That she's some that white she's, um, privilege and like she grew up with a silver spoon on her mouth Stacey and she's is crazy. No, that was some very dumb crazy Stacey stuff. I was is just crazy, like, crazy, y'all. Wow. She said he died. He's dead. Maybe How come I family. didn't know? You know that's Dame Dash cousin. You know they both crazy like that in a way. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the touch in their family. It has to be something now. Cause it's like what the hell? No, it has to be something. Cause Damon too be tweaking. Damon be tweaking in his own right. So I'm like, yeah. oh, they both got a touch or something. It's something weird, creepy. Oh, goof asses. Mm-hmm. But y'all, she gets a little of the week. Now, let's get to our next portion. Which is Care for the Culture. This week's Care for the Culture goes to my queen, the only queen of rap, Miss Nikki Minaj. Yeah. I be trying so hard not to barb out on the podcast because Nikki do so many things. She has something every week, but I try not to bring it. But this week, I'm going to bring it because I'm very, 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 very proud of Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj got the Video Vanguard Award mm-hmm. from MTV at the VMAs. Now, the VMAs has given us so many culturally uh, relevant moments, from J-Lo in that dress, mm-hmm. which invented Google Images, fun fact, um, to Lil' Kim with the boob out, mm-hmm. to Britney Spears kissing Madonna, mm-hmm. to Kanye West and Taylor Swift, and so on and so forth, to Beyonce revealing her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Everything happens at the VMAs. So um, for Nikki to be at the VMAs and receive the Video Vanguard Award, I am so happy and so proud of her. Um, the Video Vanguard Award, for those of you that don't know, is an award named after Michael Jackson. And in this award, the point of this award is to really honor people who um, have, like, really incredible videos and artistry and whatever. Now, I will say this. I do not see Nicki Minaj as a video girl. I don't, like, look for Nicki Minaj videos. Like, her videos are cool. They're mm-hmm. not, like, necessarily legendary mm-hmm. to me. However, comma, I do think that for the longest time, people wanted to hate Nicki so bad mm-hmm. that she just got missed out on so many awards. Mm-hmm. Like, Nicki is not as decorated as people think. 
She deserves to be the way that Cardi and all these girls be getting decorated now getting for no right. reason. Yeah. If not for all of the hate Nikki has to go through, they wouldn't get that. Yeah, a lot of what they got is again antithesis to hate on Nikki. I actually like really like her videos because they're. I think you know we've talked about how nowadays artists that like their videos do not even Don't match. Be off brand. It doesn't match their songs yes. at all. But her videos still match. The songs mm-hmm. we know you expect colors. Her videos are always super colorful. colorful. You know what I'm saying always giving a little choreo. Yeah, it's super vibrant. You know, it's entertaining and goes with the song. It's fun. I remember Super Bass. Super Bass was one of my favorite. All of her videos. You know what I'm saying? Even her like, new ones that she have the freaky super freaky girl. Like, super cute with the barbie. You can. could just tell it's so that. That is creativity right there. Oh, no, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Nikki doesn't have creative, amazing videos. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying when we think of video Vanguard, I'm like, what is, the, like, do, you, do anybody think of a Nikki video that's like, oh, that was a music video? Yeah. I think when you think about it. I think it's more of our overall. Of course, that's yeah. what it's for. But mm-hmm. I think for the most part, when you think of the people who have won compared to her, you understand it. The yeah, Rihanna's. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, J-Lo, Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah. Um, who else? I think Britney Spears. Like, just different Britney people. Britney Spears videos. Lady, you know what I mean? Not saying that Nicki videos are still top notch, but I think that when you think about it, you wouldn't have thought Nicki Minaj would get mm-hmm, it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I think that Nicki's finally starting. What makes me happy about this is that I think Nicki's finally starting to get some of the love that people really skipped out on and really wanted just to hate Nicki for mm-hmm. so long. So Nikki, excuse me, Nikki's getting some of that, and I'm just excited for her. She did great, and it was amazing to see every, excuse me, everybody rap word for mm-hmm. word. Like all Nikki was performing, mm-hmm. and everybody in that crowd was like going crazy. Like yeah. this one's from the girls in the cooling system, top down AC with the cooling system. Like everything mm-hmm. that Nikki said, we knew. So shout out to my queen, I love you. Love you, Nikki. Absolutely. It's definitely the server. Onika Tanya, we love you. Mm-hmm. It's the server. But yeah, I think that's it for our episode for the day, yeah? I think so, too. Um, I have a little quote, and this quote is um, in relation to Nigeria. Basically saying, invest in your country. Naira is our currency. It belongs to our country. It belongs to the people. Buy made in Nigeria to grow the Naira, to grow the country, to grow its value. So us that we are here as Nigerian Americans, let's invest in our country, which in whatever way, whether you're Ghanaian, African American, invest in your community, in your country. Do not let the white man take it away from. Well, they took it away from us already. But let's do better, okay? okay. Let's take it back. And this is cross culture. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes you <laughs> 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 <laughs>